Hi, my name is Naledi Slepe and I'm with Oratila Morote and we are the deep dives of the Tempest. Oh yeah. So today we want to talk about a play called The Tempest. The Tempest is a play about magic, betrayal, love and forgiveness. It is set up on an island somewhere near Italy where Prospero, the time Duke of Milan, and his beautiful daughter Miranda live with a spirit called Ariel and a stranger wild man called Caliban. Prospero is a powerful magician who creates a storm or the tempest that sets the scene for the play. In events that follow, we see a plot to murder the king of Naples, a drunken scheme to kill Prospero, and a romance between Miranda and the king's son. Uh, okay, so uh, this was just a small summary of exactly what the Tempest is about, who the characters are. Uh, I think for this podcast, we are going to be specifically focusing on Prospero. Obsessive passion towards our magic and how it consumes his character. Yes. Okay. Let me give you a bit of a summary of the actual character of Pispero. Pispero is the center character of the play. He is a powerful magician who was once the Duke of Milan, as I've mentioned. He was surpassed by his brother Antonio and was forced to flee Milan with his daughter on a barely seaworthy raft. When the play begins, he has lived on this island with Miranda for 12 years. During that time, he has learned magic and has become master of Caliban and Ariel. Uh, he looks after his daughter and is protective of her, even though he seems to have set up the meeting between Miranda and Ferdinand. Right. Um, I think with the last part I've just read, we will get into that a bit later. For now, we just want to focus on Prospero, his magic having been kicked out or exiled by his brother Antonio, the reasons as to why, reasons as to why he didn't go back, and what he's been doing for 12 years on this island. So, I'd first like to mention how big of an issue um, his obsessiveness is of magic because that's how he actually got yeah. As a hobby, but Antonio, his brother, uh, quickly noticed that uh, Prospero focuses more on his magic rather than uh, being the Duke. So that's how he first got exiled. And even when he was exiled, he focused on the magic for 12 years before uh, Antonio and his crewmates king of Milan, uh, the king's son as well, uh, come up and are uh, caught by the tempest that he created in his magic. Right. I also want to talk about um, our hobbies like passion. I'm not really sure how to word that, but I think that the main difference between a hobby and a passion is that a hobby is something you do for fun. So like during your spare time, while passion is something you would do, you would love to do constantly and maybe for work or something. So we want to talk about has Prospero taken his hobby too far? I think considering he had it all once, he was a duke in Milan 
but he technically let his hobby get in way of that by not focusing as much ruling Mulan as he did working on his passions or his hobbies which was magic which ended up getting him kicked out of Mulan by his brother who I believe isn't also foolish and greedy I think he did the right thing for Mulan because Prospero was not doing it because he was too focused on something else which led him being kicked out and living on an island with his daughter for 12 years who was just an infant at the time I think from the jump that's just a little bit too far sometimes you do love something and you sacrifice everything for it but in mind Prospero had a daughter who was young at the time living on an island far away from civilization just doesn't seem great uh, in my opinion I don't know what do you think um I said he I think he took it too far with his hobby oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Being, yeah for sure even as the play goes along you know he endangered the lives of uh, people just yes. to get them on the island he may say that no one got harmed but the fact that they were they felt under attack and yeah. threatened by the, 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 the tempest says a lot of what he can do with his powers yeah and what he could have done more yeah you know, there's a there's a scene where he torments um his antagonist so to say yeah. but even with those antagonists being tortured there was crossfire with gonzalo who was someone who helped him out as he was getting exiled he got him a, a boat he got him some food and his books yet yeah. gonzalo is still you know tormented at the likes of prospero because he made the choices yeah i think the same because um to how the play got to the actual tempest it was all technically prospero's fault because they were on this island and there were all these characters that were from their way from africa and prospero had seen them and caused a big storm which led to them being stuck on this island with Pospero, not knowing that Pospero is also here and controlling technically everything. This is also leading to the fact that Pospero is a little controlling. He's just, he's a little controlling. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's really like controlling because yo, um, yeah, so he made this big storm put them all on this island made them fear from the for their lives um basically his little play and it, it, it's it's kind of sick if you think about it sure he you you'd say like oh he's taking for re revenge from like being exiled for all these many years but if if we're focusing on as well forgiveness and going too far i think he has gone too far and it was time to forgive i believe um and he's been practicing for his magic for 12 years just to do this it kind of seems because at the end of it he ended up forgiving everybody and everybody returned home but it seems that he he has taken it a bit too far yeah
Um, I know it does seem like we hate him one first parent. Yeah, we're not. He, he gave us the ammunition, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's many, many great things that you can say about Puss Barrow and his dedication to protect his daughter, uh, his survival skills, all of this great things. But I think if it comes down to his fatal flaw, I think it could definitely be magic and how it's kind of taken over his life and shaped how even Miranda lives now because bringing to the fact that uh, in the wait, wait, wait bringing back to the fact that he looks after his daughter and is protective of him even though he seems to have set up the meeting between Miranda and Ferdinand Pusperis still makes Ferdinand work hard to prove that he's worthy of Miranda's love now this means while they were stuck on the island Ferdinand who um, is the king's son was separated from everybody else in which Prospero schemed and made them fall in love using his magic and i think overall already controlling miranda's life for 12 years already he is pushing it again and now intervening with her first real interaction with somebody other than him or the people that lived on the island and now interfering with her love life i think that takes his magic a little too far there's no boundaries there. Um, huh? Yeah. And I think that is mainly because of his magic. So I had a funny thought. So in some uh, character analysis, they would say that Antonio is power hungry, uh, manipulator. But considering that Prospero and Antonio are brothers, you could say the same about Prospero. The only difference is yeah. Prospero has powers and Antonio doesn't. Like the two peas in a pod. Um, think of uh, how he colonized uh, Caliban, how he kind of also enslaved Ariel to do his videos. The fact that he manipulated and staged uh, Miranda and Ferdinand to fall in love. On top of that, after forgiving everyone, he was he basically placed himself as the duke once again. Yeah. As they go back. Which some people might argue that oh rightfully so it was his place in the first place. But I mean you weren't doing your job from the get-go. You left for 12 years. With his magic, he could have done good with his magic. He could have built a boat or a raft to go back somehow to Milan and figured out a way to get his priorities straight. He could still focus on magic, but yeah, having a, a perfect balance to it would have worked out for everyone. And yet he didn't for so many years. And now, bada boom, bada bang, he goes back and he's back in, in the spotlight. I don't know. He's a bit sketchy. Yeah, who knows? If uh, Shakespeare actually made a sequel, I feel like you would have colonized the rest of the world as well. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, man. My, yeah. I think the biggest red flag was, was this Gonzalo getting the crossfire. Yeah. That kind of just shows where Prospero's loyalties are. And how far he was willing to take it.
Thank you for listening to our podcast. Oradilen, I loved making this podcast about the tempest and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Thank you. Bye.